I'm on, on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm, yes, on, I'm on, on the winning side. side. Out Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Thursday, September 23rd, and thank you for joining us today for our Winning Side broadcast. And uh, what a beautiful day. It's starting to feel like fall. Uh, we had uh, quite a bit of rain yesterday throughout the day, and then it rained last night. Now the sun's starting to come out, and uh, it is it, to me it's just perfect. Uh, I think Brother Nathan said a few minutes ago it was 69 degrees. And so we're glad you're listening today. If you're listening from another part of the country, uh, I can't vouch for your weather, but I can tell you here the weather is beautiful. And uh, it is, uh, it's the fall season. I know we'll still have some hot days, I'm sure, but it's the fall season. I love to see the fall decorations. And uh, I've been, uh, I, I know some people don't like this, but uh, I have enjoyed already. Uh, have you had any pumpkin spice coffee yet? Oh, uh, we've got some uh, K-cups here for our curing. Uh, K-cups from Dunkin' Donuts. They're good. And uh, then the other day at the school, somebody brought us some pumpkin uh, muffins. Uh, my wife the other day, uh, well, a couple times now already, she's made some pumpkin bars with cream cheese frosting. Oh, incredible. Just, it'll knock your socks off. It's that good. But I hope you're having a good day today and hope you're enjoying the fall season. Uh, we welcome those of you listening on the radio, those on Facebook, the podcast, our radio app, and those on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. I think we got our video issues uh, worked out. I'm not sure what was going on the other day, but it kept glitching. And uh, so anyway, I appreciate you being patient with us, but we're glad that you're here today. We finished up last night our missions revival with Brother Lou Rossi, and we were honored to have the Fry family, the Deno family, and then we were honored to have Bethany Norris, three different missionaries that were with us, and we had a great time. Brother Rossi preached. I didn't go through each day to talk about the message. I probably should have, but Monday night, Brother Rossi preached about having Jesus in the midst, and that's the goal. That's the desire, to have Jesus right in the middle of everything we do uh, we certainly want Jesus in the midst of our church services and of this ministry and this radio station. We want Jesus Christ to be honored and glorified. And then uh, Tuesday night, Brother Rossi preached, let not your heart be troubled. And uh, I was uh, sitting during that service. I was, my wife, uh, Joanna, was in the nursery. And so I was sitting between Lacey and Savannah. Chloe and Kylie were out for the pastor's pals and I was sitting next to them. I enjoyed that service. But Savannah was sitting on my left side and uh, when Brother Rossi was telling the story about his boat blowing away, a pontoon boat blowing away, and one tent was up in the tree, and the other tent was flat like a pancake, uh, we were cracking up, and I looked over at Savannah, and she was just dying laughing, and we were about in stitches before he ever got going. But that was a powerful message. Let not your heart be troubled. He talked about how the water, that word uh, troubled is agitated, like a, a wa the water gets agitated during a storm. But hey, don't let your heart be like that. Believe in God, 
and uh, trust in Christ and he'll get you through. And then last night, Brother Rossi preached that message about um, the, uh, the, the birth pains of deliverance. Jesus is coming. All these things that you, you and I see going on in the world around us, they are indicators of the fact that Jesus is coming, and I believe He's coming soon. And so we had a great time. I hope you'll uh, be in prayer for our church, pray for our school, pray for all of our missionaries. Uh, let's pray for a great day on Sunday. I had a meeting this morning with a couple that they'll be joining the church uh, on Sunday. And boy, what a blessing. It's just exciting to see what God is doing. God is so good, and I hope we never forget it. Here's a great song I want you to hear. The name of this song is Sing It Now. And uh, boy, some songs we have sung for years, some good old hymns, but I'm thankful we can still sing them now. And uh, I hope you enjoy this song. And then after the song, we will be in Proverbs 19, and we'll continue our Bible study there. Sing it then 
is who he was, is who he is beyond the shadow of a doubt. I might be standing in this darkness with trouble all around. But if I could sing it then, oh, if I could sing it then, I can still sing it now. That's a great song. Hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I like how they kind of take some of those old hymns and kind of implement them all into that song. It's a good reminder. And I'm glad that these songs we sing, I'm glad if uh, really any song that's based upon the Word of God, it's true. And uh, I'm thankful that those songs are true, Amazing Grace, and uh, Just As I Am, and all those great songs. But I'm glad that we have a book. We have the Word of God that is always, always true. And I thank the Lord for that song. Uh, while we were uh, listening to that song, I saw a comment uh, my Aunt Vicki made about, said that she doesn't like anything coffee. Now, we need to pray for her, so add her to the prayer list. Um, but uh, I love I love coffee, probably too much. Uh, but uh, I guess if you don't like coffee, you're not going to like pumpkin coffee. I understand that. But uh, uh, how many of you out there, and of those of you on Facebook, you have an easier time of being able to comment or to, to uh, interact with us, but let us know if you like coffee. I want to make sure I'm not the only one. And uh, I was telling Caleb uh, during that song, I said, I talked to somebody, and I'm trying to remember who it was now. I talked to somebody in the last week or two that said they didn't like coffee, which I, I know some people don't like coffee, and you know, that's, that's your right. You can, you can be wrong about that. But uh, I talked to somebody this last week or two that said they didn't even like the smell of coffee. Now, I didn't know that was possible because that's coffee smells good whether you even like the taste or not. But anyway, let us know if you like coffee. And then uh, if you do, one of these days, we'll have a, a survey, find out what kind of coffee you like. And, you know, if you have cream or sugar or both or, or if you have uh, a little coffee with your cream and sugar. Some of us do that, too. So anyway, I'm glad you're listening today. Let's look at Proverbs 19, verse number 12. The Bible says the king's wrath is as the roaring of a lion. Boy, you wouldn't want to experience that. But his favor, that, well, you would want to experience the king's favor. The king's favor is as dew upon the grass. The, the dew in the Bible is a picture of the blessing and the, 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 the fullness of God. And of course, it's the dew that causes the, the grass to grow and the plants to grow and the flowers to bloom. But here I want you to see the word number five. We've looked at stewardship and those who are selfish. And we talked about storytellers and we talked about those who are spiritual, but here's the word today. The word is sovereign. The king, when the king is angry, it's like the roaring of a lion. But when the king shows favor, it is the blessing. It's due upon the grass. And of course, we don't have kings in our country today. We have presidents and, and uh, senators and representatives and governors and, and mayors and commissioners and all those things. But I want us to think about the king of kings. He's the one we're trying to please, and I don't want to experience the wrath of the king. I don't, I don't want there to be sin and, and wickedness in my life that causes God to be angry. 
Uh, and by the way, I understand, I, you, you don't have to tell me, oh, well, he loves us no matter what. I know he loves us no matter what. We are his children. But God also wants us to be obedient. He wants us to live for him and please him. And by the way, God still hates sin, whether you're his child or not. God hates sin. And I don't want to have the wrath of the king uh, pointed at my life, but I want to have the favor of the king. I want God to see my life, and I want God to be pleased and say, there's somebody that is my child that I am proud uh, because they're living their life in accordance with the Word of God. They're following my commandments. That's what I want. I want the favor of God, not the wrath of God. So we see number five, the sovereign. God is king. He is almighty. But then number six, let's look at the word son. It says in verse number 13, a foolish son is the calamity of his father and the contentions of a wife are a continual dropping. We see in verse number 13 that the foolish son is the calamity of his father. That word calamity is any great misfortune or a cause of misery. Uh, I don't want to be a cause of misery to my parents. I don't want to be a cause of misery uh, to those who have invested in my life. But a foolish son is the calamity of his father. Uh, I want to be a wise son. I want to be a wise uh, son to my parents. I want to be a wise son to my heavenly father. I want to use wisdom. And then it says in verse number 18, Chasten thy son while there is hope, and let not thy soul spare for his crying. And I tell you, there are times where because we are God's children, He does have to chasten us. He does have to discipline us. Uh, but we ought to thank God that He does chasten us while there is still hope. And for parents out there listening, uh, you've got to have discipline. There's got to be correction for your children. Uh, you can't fly off the handle. You can't be, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, in, in a blind rage. Absolutely not. But you've got to be in control. But you've got to show your children that you love them. And you show them that you love them by having rules, by having some guidelines, by having punishment and discipline for children. Number seven, I want you to see the Bible talks about a spouse. Verse 13, a, the contentions of a wife are a continual dropping. Can I tell you, as, as husbands and wives, don't be a source of contention to your spouse. Uh, it ought not be that every time you get into a conversation, it turns into World War III. It ought not be that every time you get into a conversation, it's, well, remember what you did yesterday and remember what you did last week? And well, 13 years ago, you said this. Hey, that ought not be a relationship, a marriage relationship. It ought not be contentions. The Bible says only by pride cometh contention. Uh, but there ought to be kindness and there ought to be forgiveness and there ought to be a peace and there ought to be a unity and there ought to be love in a marriage. It says the contentions of a wife are a continual dropping. Literally, it's just something that just drives you crazy just over and over and over and over again. But look at verse 14. Here's a great verse. House and riches are the inheritance of fathers and a prudent wife is from the Lord. I tell you, fellas, you ought to thank God for the wife that God has given you. And if you have a wife who has wisdom and who has prudence and who has discernment, 
Uh, you ought to thank God every day for that wife. And, and by the way, wives, you ought to thank God for a husband that's got some wisdom and that's got some uh, discernment that, that, that can help to lead and guide the home. And I thank the Lord for my wife. I thank the Lord for the blessing that she is. Uh, I certainly have a prudent wife, and I understand uh, that's not because of me, but that is all because of God. That is a gift from God. And then let's look here quickly at the word slothful. I don't think we'll get into this uh, today. We'll finish up tomorrow. But verse number 15, slothfulness casteth into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. You know, God desires for his people to work. God desires for his people for us to be busy. I'm not saying you have to go 24-7 and you never take a break and you never sleep and, you know, you get up at 3 in the morning and you read your Bible for three hours and then you pray for three hours and then you serve at the church. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is we have gotten into a society that has become very lazy. We were talking this morning, Brother uh, Caleb and Brother Nathan and I, we were talking about how it's hard to go to a place of business anymore, it seems like, and have somebody that even wants to work, wants to help you. Uh, sometimes as the customer, you feel like you are inconvenience, uh, inconveniencing the, uh, the person who's the employee. But can I tell you, let's not let that mentality uh, seep into the church. Let's not let that mentality seep into our Christian lives. We must not be slothful. We must not be lazy. There's work to do, and there's a job that God has given us to do. Let, let's do it today. And let's live on the winning side. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. And uh, we'll finish up tomorrow, Proverbs 19. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.